Hi, this is Al Cooper, and you're listening to the Follow Your Dream podcast with Robert Miller. Everyone has a dream. Robert Miller is a musician who had a dream to become a rock star. He followed his dream, and he succeeded. If you're ready to pursue and succeed at your dream, then listen up and get inspired and motivated to take action today. Welcome to the Follow Your Dream podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the award-winning Follow Your Dream podcast with listeners worldwide in 200 countries. I'm Robert Miller, your host. This episode is about two great, highly respected music men, yet both relatively unknown to the public, Burt Burns and Nat Weiss. Burt Burns was one of the foremost songwriters and producers of pop and rhythm and blues in the 1960s. From humble beginnings in the Bronx, he worked his way up to the very top of the music business. His hits include Twist and Shout, which the Beatles took to international fame. Peace of My Heart, Janis Joplin's gigantic hit. Hang on, Sloopy, the mega hit for the McCoys. Cry to Me, a hit for Solomon Burke and later for the Rolling Stones. When your baby leaves you all alone and nobody calls you on the phone, don't you feel like a cry? And tell him a great early 60s song by the Exciters. His producer credits include Brown Eyed Girl. 
Van Morrison's first mega hit record. Laughing and running, hey, hey, skipping and jumping. In the misty morning fog with all our hearts that thumping in you. My brown eyed girl. and Under the Boardwalk by the Drifters. Down by the sea, on a blanket with my babies, where I'll be. Under the boardwalk, out of the sun. Under the boardwalk, we'll be having some fun. Under the boardwalk, people walking above. Under the boardwalk. His impact on the British invasion bands was enormous. In addition to the Beatles and the Stones, he wrote hits that were recorded by the Animals, Lulu, and others. And he started his own record label called Bang, which had a string of hits, including I Want Candy by The Strange Loves. and Solitary Man and Cherry Cherry by a new artist named Neil Diamond. Says she loves me, yes, yes she does. Mm, gonna show her tonight, yeah. She got the way to move me, Cherry. She got the way to move me. She got the way to But Bert had a bad heart from a bout of rheumatic fever that he had as a child. And unfortunately, he died very young in 1967 at age 38. Several books have been written about him, and there's also a terrific documentary film called Bang! The Bert Burns Story that features Paul McCartney, Keith Richards, Lieber and Stoller, and others all singing Burt's praises. Nat Weiss made his mark in the record business in a different way from Burt Burns. He wasn't a songwriter. He was a lawyer by training. He became involved with Brian Epstein, the Beatles' manager. He and Brian then became business partners in the United States. He was Brian's right-hand man for the Beatles in America. Among other things, he helped to straighten out all the merchandising opportunities that were coming to the Beatles fast and furious. Nat parlayed his relationship with Brian into one where he recommended artists for Brian to manage, including The Circle, which had two big hits, Red Rubber Ball and Turn Down Day. Now I know you're not the only starfish in the sea. I never hear your name again, it's all the same to me, and I think it's gonna be alright, yeah, the worst is over now, the morning sun is shining. 
Here's an excerpt from a recent podcast interview that I did with The Circle, where Don Daneman, an original member, describes how Nat Weiss introduced them to Brian Epstein. And he remembered me. I mean, I, you know, wow, oh, Don, yeah, how are you? Hey, come on down. I'll give you an address and a time. Come, come to this address, and I'll introduce you to Brian. Okay. So really, okay, I took a buddy of mine, we go down, and um, it's one of these side streets on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Now, what year is this, Don? Is this 66 or before then? Fall of 65. Okay. Is when this would have been. Okay. So Upper East Side of Manhattan, one of those little walk-up buildings. We walk up to the second floor. There is a party. Nat is not there. And... We're standing around. We're kind of shy. Nat now walks in. And I go up to him. Oh, yeah, Don. Wow, great. Good to see you. We shake hands. Follow me down. So down we go. And there's a limo parked right outside on the street. And Nat very graciously opens the door and beckons me into the limo. And, okay, I go in, and he sits me down, and son of a gun, I am sitting right across from Brian Epstein. Now, of course, we were huge Beatles fans, so we clearly knew who Brian Epstein was. So I am now gulping and trying to be cool. Now, Nat introduces me, okay? Brian Epstein, I'd like you to meet Don Daneman, one of the finest musicians I know. It, 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 lovely meeting you. Nat has spoken very highly of you in a very soft, gentlemanly way. Nat has spoken very highly of you. And uh, yes, perhaps we can get something going. You know, yes, yes, please do stay in touch with Nat. In 1966, Brian and Nat formed a management company called Nemperer Artists to manage musical artists aside from the Beatles. After Brian died in 1967, Nat carried on the business. He managed James Taylor, among others. In 1974, Nemperer became a record label and released albums by Stanley Clark, The Romantics, Steve Forbert, and others. Nat became a trusted go-to guy in the record business. So many artists came to him for advice and guidance. After Nat died in 2013, some of the things found in his New York City apartment included reel-to-reel -reel tape recordings of long-lost concerts by James Taylor and Carly Simon, a Cat Stevens audio tape, and photos from a Madison Square Garden concert, and a copy of the letter that James Taylor's lawyer sent to Apple Records informing them that James was terminating his contract with the Beatles record label. So there it is, Burt Burns and Nat Weiss, two great music men, one a songwriter and producer, the other a lawyer, manager, and advisor. The public may not know them. Without them, the music business would not have been the same. As usual, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Follow Your Dream podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast so you don't miss another inspiring episode. 
You can connect with Robert at Robert at FollowYourDreamPodcast.com. And you can hear more from his band at ProjectGrandSlam.com. <laughs>